Hello world, it's time to cue the coach. The world we are living in today has been spiraling out of control for decades in such a way that we are all losing our minds, risking our health daily, and choking on the ashes of a dying paradigm. You don't want to continue living in fear or in conformity to someone else's version of reality, do you? I know I'm done, and I've been done for quite some time now. Wellness needs an advocate. Holistic health, that is. It's time that we rise to the challenge of creating a brand new world with the fiery passion of a phoenix rising from the ashes. What beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs? On this podcast, that is what we are here to find out. Together, let's unlock the pure potential from within. And as Gandhi said, let's be the change we wish to see in this world. And here we go. Hello out there, beautiful souls. Episode 35 here on your beautiful essence. So it's time for another weekly episode of Cue the Coach, and I'm your host, Michael Malik. And please forgive the audio quality if it's not at its best today, because I decided that it is time to be outside in the wilderness recording today, just because it is so absolutely gorgeous. We've had some crazy thunderstorms and lots of rain around here in New Jersey, and uh, today it's just absolutely gorgeous. The heat wave is broken. It feels absolutely fantastic out here. So here I am out in the middle of the woods, which is one thing I do absolutely love about creating a podcast is that I do have the opportunity to record it on the go wherever I am. And uh, Anchor FM actually makes it extremely, extremely easy to do so. And that's the platform that I use to record my podcast and Anchor distributes it all over where all podcasts are found at pretty much every one of them just about. Um, that are popular anyway. So anyway, on to today's episode. As I said, it's episode 35 on your beautiful essence. So today we're going to go through an exercise that I've been working on to help you discover your unique gifts, your essence that this world needs to see. So if you don't yet believe that you have something beautiful to give, you just haven't taken the time to relax into this knowing because you absolutely do. Today, I'd like to help you begin that journey. We all have something beautiful to offer. Being human is unique and profound, and oftentimes we spend more of our energy on keeping up with what's already created in our lives than we do on what's ours to create anew. Animals just exist, live, and they easily harmonize with nature and their surroundings. But we're human beings with this gift of consciousness. We have the ability to create new things. There's this entrepreneurial spirit that always existed in times past, and it brought us a lot of great things, but our world is in a much different place today, and we have a deep, deep need to return to that 
and we're all just way too distracted for it. So, I mean, in our society, we have a million things that make our lives more convenient so that we can robotically fulfill someone else's dreams, right? Because that's what it seems to come down to. And I believe that you deserve better than that. I believe that we all do. And that there's a whole inner world, an inner landscape within each of us that's larger than the space of the earth itself. In each one of us, there's an entire universe pulsing through our veins. And all we need to do is learn how to let it through in individualized expression. So this phrase, what beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs in my intro, is what we're diving deep into today. So let's take a look at possession. And I don't mean being possessed by some evil spirit, although you'll see it's not really too far off from that, right? We're so used to living on zombie autopilot in this world that we become exhausted and depleted. We spend so much time keeping up with daily chores, projects, and just flat out unwinding from our busy days that we lose sight of the gift of consciousness that we all have access to. In a sense, we're all possessed by our own lives and our own life circumstances. We become so wrapped up in surrounding ourselves with new toys, new distractions, new environments, refreshing our current environment, and being obliged to others that we can lose sight of our own energy and our own deep desires. Some of us have flat out given up on having dreams or desires altogether, which is really sad. Oftentimes we'll complete a project only to be laser focused on stressing out over the next one that just needs to be done. That constant busyness may seem like it gives us a sense of purpose, but it's fleeting and a void seems to continually exist saying, I need more. We're often afraid, whether consciously or unconsciously, to sit still and to be with our thoughts, our emotions, our memories, and our projections of the future. Now, this is the curse of consciousness, as far as many are experiencing. Yet all the while, there's this nagging feeling that there's something more in life that you may feel you just don't have inside of you. Instead of exploring this urge, we tend to dump our energy and thoughts into the next project, our next life circumstance, feeling that as long as we keep our minds busy with that next thing, all will at least feel familiar, right? We just return to that level of homeostasis where everything is just kept the same because at least it's familiar. So I invite you now to listen to this episode and then save it to listen to again the next time you feel that momentary pause where there's no next project embarked upon just yet and to resist the urge to dive into another one. Instead, sit with the following questions, write them down, and really invest all of your energy in coming up with new creative answers each time you do. Once you answer these questions, take action immediately and see how it feels to have this new experience, to invite this new experience into your life. Because the real magic happens in this method, so don't skip any part of it. Because no one taught me, either in school or at home growing up, to do this. And maybe some of you have learned a little bit about self-reflection in your, in your growing up, in your childhood, whatever. But this really requires no formal training and you don't even need to know how it works. Although I will tell you the neuroscience behind it is quite fascinating. As humans, different learning styles exist for different groups of people. And there are tons of books and presentations out there on how to discover yours. Some things, however, we can work for all of us. When we hear something, then we write it down and intellectualize it. 
Then speak it out loud and take actions in a new experience. And then try to teach it to someone else. New behaviors begin to take hold in our daily experiences. Repetition and belief also play their parts. So let's get started, shall we? Here's the first question, and it's a multi-part question, just like all of them are. So write it down first before you answer it. All right, so here goes the first question. And I'll try and do this slowly so that you have time to write it. Or you can pause the episode if you need more time. When I am not thinking about a new project and I just sit still, what am I feeling? So I'll say that again. When I am not thinking about a new project and I just sit still, what am I feeling? As I said, this is a multi-part question, so here's the other parts of that. What do I think about most often? Am I feeling anxious? Do I think about my regrets? Do I experience low self-esteem? And the last question to that is about what exactly? Okay, so this multi-part question helps to bring conscious awareness to what we may be running from by staying busy all the time. So write the answers down and then say them aloud to yourself. Then sit for five more minutes, just observing your emotions, how your body feels, and try not to judge it. Just observe it as if you were watching a movie. And this is a rehearsal on becoming an observer of your own thoughts and emotions rather than running away from them. And if it brings you to tears and release, this is good. It means you're allowing yourself to just be and to no longer be stuck in judgment of yourself, even just for a moment. It's a lie that we're always supposed to feel good. Life is full of both sadness and happiness. The difference here is that you're intentionally choosing to feel what your mind has been racing to avoid. So please don't just stop here, though, and make this question like really deep, really challenge yourself to ask these questions. But don't stop because it'll leave you looking for the next distraction, the next project, the next source of instant gratification for a return to fleeting happiness if you just stop. Right? Most of us will answer a question like this, start answering it, be unhappy with it, and just have this urge to go take action, to do something right here and right now to fulfill the happiness and to to not allow yourself to just go through these things. Sometimes it can be very painful to look at, you know, what, what you're feeling when you're alone, what you're feeling when you're by yourself to actually experience your insecurities, to experience your emotions, to get in touch with it. And some of us are so desensitized 
from this that it might take a lot of writing before you actually really get to the core of this question and really get sincere about it. All right, so the next question. If I had the perfect partner, the perfect job for me, and lived in the perfect home, what would all of this look like? So again, that's if I had the perfect partner, the perfect job for me, and lived in the perfect home, what would all of this look like? And again, I invite you to be very, very, very specific here. Most of us can get stuck on this one because we begin comparing this ideal to something or someone in our past or on regrets about our current situation. So don't hold back here and do resist the urge to compare it to your past or current situation as much as possible. Write down the answers as if nothing in the world was holding you back. Now this one, oftentimes we, we will answer this question in our heads on a rotating wheel of all of our past experiences and just write them down really quickly. And we write down just surface answers. We write down what we think we're supposed to be writing, you know, based on what somebody else's ideals for us are, somebody else's motivations are for our life. Like, you know, the, the example of, of the childhood fairy tale princess and prince that comes and sweeps her off her feet and, you know, they have this huge glamorous wedding and things like that. Not that any of those things are wrong at all, of course, but I urge you to really, really dig deep to find out what it is truly you would have for the ideal. Right? So it's, it's a very in-depth question. It can be very, very, very eye-opening if you really take the time to fill that out. All right, next question. What would the perfect version of me look like? What would I spend my days doing if I was that version of me? How would I feel? What would I be doing with my free time? So I'll recap that entire multi-part question again. What would the perfect version of me look like? And what would I spend my days doing if I was already that person? How would I feel? And what would I be doing with my free time? Most of us answer this question by looking in the mirror and either being disgusted with things that we've been struggling with changing forever and ever and ever and all of the emotional drama attached to that. Or we can just take a deep breath and sigh into that feeling of knowing because you've looked at yourself so often or you've judged yourself based on what somebody else has said or done to you in your life. 
that you don't we don't even take the time to actually really think about it if we could look exactly the way we really wanted to look if there was nothing holding us back no health consequences no you know nothing getting in our way no people getting in our way nothing on the outside getting in the way of being exactly what we want to be you know and I, i've done this in in a an earlier episode when i was talking about you know creating the body that you want and how visioning exactly what you'll look like in the future is is really important i talk about it being like a gps if you don't know where you are and where you're going how can you ever begin to head in the direction of a destination, right? You need to know what it looks like, what the idea looks like, and hold that vision in your mind instead of being stuck on staring in the mirror or caught up in your thoughts and your insecurities of who you are right now because none of that matters. What matters is what you're holding in your consciousness. So it does matter because it... Let me rephrase that. It's not that it doesn't matter, but it it matters in keeping you stuck if you stay in all that same old thought process. If you can actually vision the future and then live from that place and really, really think about what your five senses are going to be experiencing when you are exactly the way you want to be. Because there's this divine urge inside of you. There's this inspiration that's just waiting to be birthed but you have to make it happen. You have to be the one to create those thoughts and to create the emotions and to create the experience in your mind before you actually experience it in 3D. So I realize that all of these multi-part questions go very deep, but with these questions, you're training your brain to think outside of the box, to begin setting some goals for yourself. An effective goal setting will be another episode for sure on this podcast, probably the next one as a follow-up to this one, honestly, because I'm feeling the divine urge inside to do that right now myself. So if you've done an exercise like this before, great, that's awesome. But this is something we can do as a check-in exercise, possibly every six months or so at least. And each time you complete it, your brain will begin to focus more on what you can create than just on the next project right in front of your face or on the next insecurity that's going on in your body. When we begin begin to think in new ways, our emotions and our experiences begin to change. And that's the primary goal of this exercise. Think differently, feel differently, experience more of life. Critical thinking and organized thinking is something too few of us take the time to do, especially when it comes to ourselves. We often immediately focus on the what do I need to do next mentality without first engaging in critical thinking and organized thinking on ourselves to truly decide where our energy should be going. We instead just keep on acting, just dumping our energy out on the world and hoping to feel differently as a result of some outside stimulus that's going to come as a result of our interaction with the already created world. The problem with this is that we project what we think about and what we're feeling over and over again like a beacon. And when we're thinking and feeling in the same old ways, we attract more and more of the same old results. So be brave enough to do the work on yourself. And I promise you, you will not regret it. In the long term, you will not regret it. Pain and struggle and suffering is part of the human experience, but we deserve to make that count. 
to make it worth it. Nobody should just drone on in life in boredom and hating different aspects of their life. Life is too short and life is too beautiful. And the gift of consciousness that we have as human beings is way too precious to waste. So each time you answer these questions, take time to then experiment with different meditation techniques, stress reduction techniques, and breathing exercises. Look up self-help books that have to do with anything that you're struggling with and really dive deep into some of the work. I can suggest some tremendously awesome, awesome books on, you know, figuring out what your place is in society, figuring out who you are, figuring out how to be more compassionate, to be more forgiving, to be more centered in your goals. There's so much that I love to dive deep into myself that I'm absolutely planning on sharing with you on this podcast. So keep listening to this as well. And then get in the habit of journaling daily, either in the morning when you first wake up or just before you go to bed. There's some some deep power in that, in being consciously aware of your life on a daily basis. That's not just something that's reserved for teenage girls to write about their secret, you know, secret things that they're thinking about in their life that they don't want anybody else to know about. This is for you to really have an understanding of what your life is on a daily basis and whether or not you're focused on your goals or whether or not you're stuck on autopilot, right? It keeps you from being stuck in autopilot. So then you, you can revisit the visions of being this version of you, like I, I said in these questions, as if it was already your 3D experience and that all of these dreams, hopes, and aspirations are already in place as happening right now. That's so important, keeping that vision of the future as if it's already here. Keep your eyes open to notice divine inspiration as it appears to you from all around and you'll begin to see new experiences take hold. I promise you, when you stay focused on it and, and your attention is on this, you will absolutely see some things happen different in your life. What you're seeking will begin to manifest. Seeds begin to plant themselves in your consciousness and magic seems like magic. Magic begins to happen in your life. So it's really that simple, folks. As you repeat this process, your beautiful divine purpose will slowly but surely be revealed. And at times you might get a direct hit to the forehead that brings you a greater sense of joy than you ever experienced. It just slams into you. You know, and that's, that's something I often do in my, in my, what I call a prayer treatment um, from the, the science of mind that I attend, uh, Centers for Spiritual Living, where we just focus on a vision. You focus on seeing it as if it's already happened. And then you keep your eyes open for this divine inspiration as it happens. And it just... It really is. It, it's absolutely amazing when you get when you get this really, really powerful hit out of nowhere. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, when you get that mega hit, you know, in, in my prayers, I will say, show me what I need to know and make it so clear and obvious that this is a divine inspiration, that I cannot deny it, right? I'll often say that when I'm really struggling to come up with new ideas myself and I don't feel like anything's taking hold and I just try to dismiss my 
my prayers and say, ah, you know, this is, this is just never going to happen for me. You know, there's too many things in my way that keep getting in the way. And I, I can tend to focus on the negative and everything that gets in the way and miss those miraculous things that should be hitting me right in the forehead. Our intuition is all off because we're all so focused on doing, 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 doing all the time. So when we take time to answer questions such as these, and we start to really intentionally keep our eyes open to see that inspiration, it is absolutely profound what begins to happen. I'm telling you, if you do it and you have the experience just once, you'll know how incredibly possible it is. It's just like sitting in meditation, right? I hear so many people talk all the time about how they just can't meditate. And that's the same thing. We're all too busy to understand what it is to have the gift of meditation and what it can really do for us. But once you have that first time where you can sit still for an hour, completely still, and your analytical mind seems to completely shut off, and you know that that is absolutely possible, you'll never, ever dismiss meditation again because it's so incredibly powerful. I got this hit, this explosive hit the first time that happened to me in meditation. I felt so much better, so relaxed, so inspired, so clear in my thinking that it was completely undeniable to me that meditation was absolutely one of the best tools I ever brought into my life. So these questions that I have, they're, they're really pretty simple. It's really a, a, an, an introduction to the type of coaching program that I want to offer to people, right? It is about getting really, really clear on who you are who you're really meant to be, who's inside that's just waiting to be expressed and to come out. It's about critical thinking. It's about deep introspection. And it's about letting that marinate and simmer like a really, really good Italian dinner on a Sunday afternoon, right? Just let it marinate, let it simmer, let it get into you in every way possible so that you can really start to see some awesome, awesome progress in your life. So with that, if you need help, guidance, or have any questions at all about this process, or you're curious to see what else I have to offer, I encourage you to reach out to me and chat. Email me at cuethecoach at yahoo.com, and that's like a call cue. So Q-U-E-U-E, the coach, at yahoo.com, all one word, no spaces or anything. And I'll connect with you. I'll get your phone number. We can get the ball rolling together with your phone number, your email, and a simple, pleasant conversation. Just see where you're at. See where you want to be. See how we can get you there. So if that first question that I gave you leaves you an emotional mess, thinking about your insecurities and your discomfort that you're going through right now, I can suggest some helpful reading for you, like I said, or guide you into finding a great therapist if you need to work through any trauma that's preventing you from moving forward. So let's get to bringing the best out in you, shall we? The world needs a revitalization of entrepreneurial spirit. 
And we can't find this within when we're trapped in a tangled web of the dreams of the past world. We are all honestly steadily leaving behind. It's time to rise like a phoenix from the ashes, as I also always say in my intro. So again, I ask, what beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs? Take this exercise seriously, guys, and you can take your life in your own hands and you can begin thinking in a way that gives rise to the spirit within you. Get the basics of life aligned with daring to dream again. When we approach our lives holistically, looking at the full spectrum of what we hold near and dear and on living life as, a, as fully alive, we can dance through this world on a whole new plane of existence. Together on this podcast, we're going to continue to explore career options healthy diet and lifestyle choices, relationships, exercise routines, spiritual reflection and vitality, and so much more. We all have the gifts of having a human body to experience this world with from the perspective of our five senses, as well as a deeper use of energy, God, spirit, whatever you choose to call the creative force that moves through this world each and every day and is there to inspire and encourage all of us. So today, to recap, we explored sitting still, avoiding the busy droning of daily activity, envisioning the perfect partner, perfect job, and the perfect environment that we would want to live in, and on what you would look like, feel like, and on what you would be doing with your life if nothing stood in your way of being that version of yourself. So again, although these things may be the things we think about from day to day already, We don't typically take the time to place this information into a workable plan of action, simmering it and marinating it like that Italian dinner, as I said, on a Sunday afternoon, because we're often instead stuck on zombie autopilot racing towards the accumulation of more stuff while being flung around by our own emotions that all get in the way of lasting change. Aren't you tired of that? Let's get beyond it. Let's move, people. Let's do something here. So slow down, make true self-care and self-reflection a priority, and begin to live in a consciously directed life inspired from within. No matter what your religious beliefs, we all can feel, if we allow ourselves to, the presence of a creative force that urges itself through us. So this is an invitation for you to give it your best shot to connecting with it intentionally. Call it whatever you will and whatever feels right to you, but really have the courage to discover exactly what it is for you. Not the way it was taught to you necessarily as you were growing up, but what truly resonates with your own soul at your core. Talking about God will absolutely be another episode here entirely because I still think this is crucially, crucially important for us to really understand. Again, whatever we call it, God, energy, divine inspiration. But for now, just rest into what makes you feel safe, loved, and inspired to find the willingness to grow and change holistically by reviewing these questions as a starting point. All right, you beautiful souls. That's all I've got for you today. Love your life, live your life, build your goals and dreams, and begin to make them a reality. Follow the inspiration from within. Love you all. Namaste. Until next time. Hello, everyone. You'll notice there's no outro music at the end of this episode today as I'm, again, out in the wilderness creating this episode for you today, and I don't yet have exit music recorded to use on the fly. 
Instead, today I'd like to give you a preview of the next episode and some other new stuff I plan to bring to you in each future episode. So my next episode here on Cue the Coach will be effective goal setting. We're going to talk about SMART goals, if you've heard of that, I'm sure many of you have already, and how to begin constructing a truly meaningful life from these goals. If we fail to, fail to plan, we plan to fail. Cliché or ultimate truth? You decide once you listen to the next episode next Wednesday. In addition, I encourage you to look back into my Cue the Coach Facebook page at for the Essential Oil Monday posts. For each episode moving forward, at least for a while, I'm going to start the episode off reviewing a different essential oil each week that I use in my daily life. I strongly believe in Young Living Essential Oils in particular, and I've found them to be profoundly helpful to me each and every day. Why should I keep that info to myself? You deserve to know that these little bottles of plant juice can facilitate greater emotional balance, physical comfort, and transformation of your immune system to an immense level of health. So we're going to cover some amazing oils such as lavender, thieves, vetiver, valor, frankincense, and more. I'm really excited about that. Just little, little tips about how I use these oils daily. It'll be simple and short, I promise. <laughs> I can even help you to get them delivered right to your doorstep, though, if you choose to take me up on it. So, okay, that's it, ladies and gents. Once again, take care and enjoy your life today. Namaste.